the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. George Brockler filling in for the great Peter Boyles today and manana. That's Dutch Irish for tomorrow. And then Friday, of course, from five until it ends. And that is 10 a.m. We're going to have the swan song for the godfather here of at least talk radio over the last, I don't know how many decades, uh, Peter Boyles. He will be in person in the view house there in Centennial from 7 to 10. If you didn't get tickets, you will not be getting tickets. And Billy, I wish there was a way we could give away oh, tickets. I wish, I wish on, we could. Uh, I, I wish. And the number of people that I have had to say no to in the last 48 hours, it is devastating. Some of these people I would love to have inside the building, but there's a rule. There's some fire marshals and yeah. some things about maximum capacity right. that we cannot exceed. And uh, my so, my yeah. sense of it too is Billy's not accustomed to saying no. He's a yes guy. Very yeah. easy. So when saying you, no. When you stuff. sit behind this desk, that's one of the things you have to do. Yeah. Yes, we are going to do that. Yes, yeah. I will. I'm yes, still, we're going to break early. Yes, I'm we still will. Yes, I'll find that music. <laughs> I want to get in the building myself. I hope yeah. that happens. Oh, yeah. um, we'll but just you put can, you on the uh, on the guest list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can certainly listen uh, from five to ten on seven ten can us two. And I think we're podcasting this whole thing. I've had a yeah, few we're gonna be streaming it. Yeah, it's going to be streaming online. You streaming. And are we way. doing the vid too? The video. Yeah, part? there's going to be a video. We're, we're oh. debating right now whether or not the video will start at five or start at seven. I am voting for seven. Yeah, that because makes sense. I the way I've scheduled it, we don't have anybody in the building until seven. So I'm literally scheduling two separate programs. The first two hours yeah. are all phone. The next are going to be a mix of live and phone calls because there's a handful of people that I can't get in person, but I need them to be between that 7 and 10 hour. Look, I mean, it's, do, you, yeah. do you get the ability to tease us with who you've got lined up? Like, could every hour you give us a name? Like, and? Um, well, what? yeah, there's, there's a couple of the, okay, it's been kind of hard, but I'm going through this. Like John booking, Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm booking no. this <laughs> like a, like professional wrestling. Okay, I, I'm going at Not this sure like what that a means, well. Go. I'm going at it like a professional wrestling card, and so there have to be reasons to pair people together because we're going to try to get two people per segment, and so um, so because because. Peter wanted so many people, so I couldn't do one person per yeah. segment. I had to get two people per segment. So I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, in a, in a professional wrestling match, what two pairings make the most sense. Not all of them are going to make sense, but some of those pairings in that segment are going to make sense. Like, we will do uh, Dick Wadhams and Ted Trimpa in the same oh, segment. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's not at the same one. time, but, you know, they'll be back-to-back. Um, but you couldn't do a threesome. No, I, I don't want to because here's the reason. Our segment's being roughly 18 minutes. Okay, um, yeah. If I put three people in, uh, you know, with keep telling it. stories. Yeah. I, so yeah. I, I'm oh looking gosh, at, yeah. I'm killing myself because I'm counting on about eight minutes a person. Okay. But I know that's not going to work. So I'm, I'm trying to also build in some wiggle room in places. Um, but this is what's important to me. The start of the show, you have to be here at the start of the show. You have to oh, be here at what? five o'clock in the morning. Tuned in. Yes, tuned in. You have to listen because in that first segment... We are going to talk to the Denver radio man that gave Peter Boyles his break in the business. 
What? So the very first guy. Hold on. When did, when yes. did Pete start in the Denver it's, market? Uh, long, long, long time ago. But the guy is still around. We've got him. And he is going to appear in that first segment at 5 o'clock in the morning talking about a young, scruffy-looking Peter Boyles and what he saw in that young man and why he put him on the air and gave him oh, the job. Oh, my sweet goodness. Yeah. That's so we've got some one. of that. Yeah, we've also got. You drag that guy who's got yeah. to be older than Pete. You drag that <laughs> guy out yeah. of bed in the 5 o'clock oh, hour? Oh, yeah. I, the thing is, is I, I, we had a long conversation. It was nice. And I said, listen, I said, I got a big favor to ask. Radio man to radio man. Yeah, Would you yeah. do this for me? And he goes, for anybody else, I'd say no. And, and oh. I've got um, Lee Larson is not in town. He's in Phoenix, but I'm asking him to get up a little bit earlier with us. And he's, fly in because the uh, dude's no, got a Julian. Yeah, I know. I wish he did. But he's going to be on the phone. But he's going to kick off. He's actually going to kick off the live portion of the program at 7. I felt that was appropriate okay, that's for great. Lee Larson to kind of set the table for everything else we got coming after that. Uh, we have a number of radio folk that are going to be crossing the lines that are coming in from other radio houses. That really? Peter has. Yeah, we had. I, I had to wait until did yesterday. Did you have to broker a piece, some <clears throat> yeah. sort of a green corridor? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, it, it took three days of negotiations, honestly. Seriously, it did. It took three days of negotiations and permissions and asking and meetings. There were pre-meetings. There were flow charts. What? Uh, there were, yeah. PowerPoints? Yeah, it was a long, yeah. There were things that were signed. There were there were drug tests. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I think the that drug test may exclude yeah. half that list. We <laughs> they know. were just worried about me. So, you know, it's one of those things that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> drug um, tests were yeah. just for Billy. <laughs> exactly. Great. So it was good. We've got... Um, you know, we, we're going to have uh, Dave Logan is going to appear on the show. Oh, Mike, big Dave. Mike Rosen will be on the show. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Dan Kaplis will be on the show. Those are all um, people from the other yeah. place. I'm trying Those to work out. Those are the Jets coming over to the Sharks. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah, big they deal. Are. This is a big deal. We've got some things. We are going to have Peter's program director, Chris Olinger, that was there I during the Ramsey days. So we're going to talk to her. She's going to be there live. Uh, we've got some people. We're going to have a salesperson that worked with Peter, and we're going to have her tell stories about what it's like having to go out there and see sell Peter Boyles to the market and what it's like representing him when you have to go out there and say, knock, knock, knock. What is that like? Um, I understand yeah. that the 8 o'clock hour has been reserved just for ex-girlfriends. Is that true? Yeah, that is. Yes. That, that could be the best it hour is. of radio it's, maybe well, ever. You know, the, the difficulty is... Um, is you know Crowley's setting up the stripper pole. We're hoping it'll be <laughs> oh, set up properly. Sweet Lord, yeah, the, you, that no. in lights. I'm not sure we're we're working oh, on a fog no, machine. Oh, I'm not sure we can goodness. get the fog machine, but we're trying to negotiate for that. We might be able to, but oh, yeah, each goodness. one of them has a theme song. Um, oh, it's going to be good, like walk on yeah. music <laughs> yes, for exactly. the Rockies. Or Absolutely, something like yeah, that? just like yeah, you got to have Crazy that. Train is everyone's. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> it's the same song. <laughs> Little Miss can't be wrong. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing setup. So who like what are some other names? Can you throw out there? Is this like super secret stuff? We are. I'm in negotiations for a. Specific time. Well, for a specific time, um, we're Owen. looking at bringing the chic uh, on the phone. Yeah, get uh, out of t- from a yeah. safe distance. Apparently. Yeah. So, so again, we're working on that one. There's a few others that are going to be surprises. I'm trying to work on a local radio personality who's going to be live on his own show at that time. And I'm trying huh. to do a That's comic a- book crossover thing with him. It's. I think I might be reaching too far, but I think it's going to work where. He's going to be in a commercial break. He's going to come on, and then we're going to do something, but he's going to save a particular story about Pete, and then, but he's only going to tell it on his show. So if you're listening on the radio, you're going to have to go to his show afterwards, after the interview with him, with, after we're done with Pete, and you're going to have to go to his show to hear the other story he's not allowed to tell on our radio what? station. Yeah. Not allowed to tell because of the just, law? Uh, just, it's, it's just because a little salacious, it, possibly. During the ex-girlfriend hour, yeah. will we also hear from Craig? 
<laughs> well, we have. Is he coming? That's good. No, not on the list. Strangely enough, that was, he was not on the list. Yeah, that would also yeah. be exciting radio. That would be. So, yeah, we've got a number. It's going to be, we're going to focus on a lot of the, the local luminaries that are going to come in and, and talk about Pete in those final three hours. And we're going to go to yeah, some other people. But, yeah, 5 o'clock, be here when we start because we are going to speak to the man that decided it was a good thing that Peter Boyles work in the radio business. Did we turn this yeah. into a media event where we asked like uh, local TV stations to, you know, jump in on this or uh, report this? Because there isn't anybody yeah. in radio that has done it as long as Pete no. at this level. Just no, isn't. there isn't. I, I don't know. I mean, I they are aware of it, but I can't tell them what to do. So who knows? Um, who knows? We have a couple of print media that are going to be here and online media that will be there. The yeah. interesting yin and yangish of it all is Pete Boyles and uh, Jerry Bell. Or who really yeah. gave me my first start in radio 15 years ago yep. over at the other place. And you're going to have the dude on that. I mean, in, in some weird way, if A introduced B, who introduced C, in some way, I got to have to get up now and be in the five yeah. o'clock hour. Oh, uh, you got to, you got to, you got to hear this. Um, you know, we start, we'll start off with, um, you know, a, and a big, big national guest. We're going to start, you know, he'll be the first person to the second person on the show in that first segment. Hugh Hewitt is going to be the guy that gave Peter his, his oh. start. So we will still, yeah. But um, we're going to go national. The The first guest um, will be a national guy. President uh, Bush. Important. Well, it's important. It President to, Bush? Well, it's a Salem Cheney. guy. National oh. Salem guy because, you know, we got to have the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to well, honor them. But okay, I, well, here's the thing is. Okay. Dick I, Rumsfeld? I don't, I don't, no, I, I don't like this. But I don't like this. But when the team, when the, when the football team wins the Super Bowl, yeah. you hand the trophy to the rich guy that signs the checks first. So well, that part's true. When you do a this show. When you, yeah. So, so when you do a show like this. I felt it was only appropriate that the guy that's at the top of the food chain that signs the checks yeah. is the guy that is going to start the show because he's in person the guy, or on the on phone? the phone on the phone because he's back on the East Coast. So he's going to be the guy that I think appropriately sets the table, and then the very second guest will be the gentleman who we all get to blame for uh, everything Peter brought to our lives in the last thirty forty. Billy, years. here's what's developing yeah. organically right here on the Pete Boyle's wall of hate slash love, and that is, and I think this is a topic we should pursue over the next two days, just intermittently. Yeah, and that is, it's almost like the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, and that is a recommended list of people to come and speak at the last day. And so far, we've had Craig, and now we've had Kyle Clark. <laughs> Tina Peters. I think <laughs> we good. should. I'm. I'm not kidding. We should have yeah. some time set aside for you. Pick the guest. Uh, who should. Idea. Who should be on Pete's yeah. swan song show for like Friday? Who would you like to see? That's a great. That's a great part. Yeah. Point, uh, Billy. Who would you like to see at Pete's swan song April Fool's Day? And by the way, I do not think this is a stunt. I've no. talked to the man. There's just no way this is this is happening, right? I, so the thing is, I I sat there and and, and Pete and I do share kind of this dark personality trait and I, I talked to him for a little bit and i said about the animals or how and i said how how cool would it be like in that last segment of the show Psych. if you just started off and said hey april 1st i'm Ooh. just kidding yeah. i said i said just for like 60 seconds or so and he laughs and he goes yeah he goes the problem is after that first 60 seconds there are a whole bunch of people that wouldn't listen after that and they wouldn't hear the actual payoff of the joke so he said that there aren't people people go oh my god what and they'd freak out and they'd start talking yeah. to other people and they wouldn't they wouldn't wait maybe for that's the how payoff. he ends the show yeah that's so that, that was the thing is we, we, we talked about the payoff would not be there so we felt that was probably not not going to be the best execution we thought it was going to be funny but it probably would not be executed as well as we thought, and everybody else probably would not think it is funny as we keep, did. We should keep track of this list. Off the top of my head, my yeah. recommendation will be John Ramsey. Well, I would like to one. see him. That Dr. Would be John. Good. So we have John Ramsey, Kyle Clark, Tina Peters, Craig, 
really the list. This is it. This is almost like the Island of Misfit yeah. Toys right should, now. Lynn Wood should be a guest. Yeah, Lynn Wood. Yeah, because we got be history. On. We got history about the election. Hold on, and hold on. Someone put up. Someone just sent up Wellington Webb. That'd be a good one. Oh God! How about I was on that show? <laughs> how about how about his good buddy John Eastman? Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, this is a good That'd list good. that we should yeah. develop. We should have and give this to Pete. This is the show that yep. never was, but should have been or yeah, should this is what be. Should have had. Yeah, this is what it should have been. And frankly, I think not to create work for you, Billy, but I'm creating work for you. We should reach out to all of these people just to say, Pete. So you know, <laughs> we tried to get the following list of people oh my God. on the show, and. Sadly, none of them accepted. I'm not, I'm not sure I want to be cursed at that many times in one afternoon. Oh, I think it would be such <laughs> how many, brilliant how many creative, radio. <laughs> how many creative ways people can tell me to go do things that are biologically impossible to myself. Yes. Uh, and again, yeah. I have to take you at your word on that. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, listen. Not bef- that flexible. <laughs> before, before we get fully underway, and there's a ton to talk about, yeah. whether it's the stuff to do with Ukraine or Excel or did you know they're out they're uh, authorizing CDAC is out there authorizing a second booster shot. That's oh, shot wow. number four for you huh. people. And Pete's in that age range. Yeah. People north of 50 or people who are north of 12 who are immunocompromised. Um, shot number four. I can't believe it's out there. We'll talk about that too. But we really can't get started. Oh, someone just texted in yeah. the My Pillow guy. Oh God, yes, that would be great. <laughs> he should sponsor the whole thing. The My Pillow yeah. Hour with Pete Boyles oh, would be, be brilliant. Yeah. We could do pillows with Pete's face on them. This yeah, is gonna. Giveaways. This is actually gonna turn into something. I don't know what it is. That this, could be fun. This is gonna be huge. But we can't really get started until we get caught up on all the K N E W Z that hey. was never fit to print. <laughs> it's the Thorpe Report. Hey, appreciate it, sir. Good morning. Debris removal after the Marshall Fire could begin in two to four weeks. That's according to the project's operation manager. They said that at a community community meeting earlier this week. Excel Energy is soon gonna start charging you and I higher electricity rates depending on when. We use our stuff. It's causing a lot of confusion and anxiety. Here's the deal. Excel Energy has defined 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. as peak hours on weekdays. So they are going to basically charge you about three times more for using your electricity during those hours. What? Versus off-peak hours. Yes, 3 to 7. Just after the kids get home from school, might have to fire up the computer or the laptop and do homework. Or they're just surfing the videos and you're running the TV while you're also cooking and maybe you're doing dishes going to cost you more. Yeah. The pickleball mayor is going to face new charges. What? Denver, yeah, Denver Parks and Rec figured out, hey, we're losing this PR battle. So they're going to come to a uh, a solution. They're talking. They're not going to do anything. Well, hang on. Dude, dude had to go to court and yeah. sign off on a PR yeah. bond. Did they say, did, uh, did, did Beth didn't go weigh that, in? Uh, didn't go that far into the story. I just saw no charges, and I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, yeah, that's no the right outcome. I'm yeah. just interested in who made that decision. Yeah, I am too. A Douglas County School Board voted uh, yesterday to approve an amended contract for Superintendent Aaron Kane. How much? Quarter of a million dollars a year Boom. through June of 2025. Education. Yeah. Uh, speaking of education, students at Pomona High School in Arvada walked out of the school's uh, Tuesday morning classes in order to protest recent cuts made to their music, theater, and journalism classes. Um, up in the high country in the town of Empire, Colorado, they're under a boil order for their water since March 20th. They now have a mayoral proclamation of emergency and approved by the board's town of trustees and planning commission. The reason this is important, it enables the town leaders to request more assistance from state and federal agencies. Russian forces pounded areas around Kiev in another Ukrainian city overnight, local officials said yesterday, uh, just hours after Moscow had pledged to scale back military operations in those places. Yeah, 
Mm -hmm. Levine. Surprise. Uh, Ukrainian forces have struck back inside Russia for the first time. A Ukrainian missile appeared to have hit a temporary Russian military encampment um, in the village, Russian village of, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It's about 40 miles from the Ukrainian city of Kharkiv. Um, Now, it does pay sometimes, uh, George, to sleep in and miss that alarm. A mayor in Ukraine was saved from being in a building that was destroyed by a Russian missile because he overslept that morning. Boom. Yeah. I mean, literally. I know. Boom. I mean, a a city in the south of the country in the Black Sea was partially destroyed in the missile attack. Rescue workers are searching the rubble, but one person they're not looking for is the town mayor. He overslept, and then missed the opportunity for Russia to take him out with a missile. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Justice Department investigation into Hunter Biden's business activities has gained steam in recent months with a uh, flurry of witnesses providing testimony to federal investigators, and more is expected to provide interviews in the coming weeks. That's according to multiple sources familiar with the matter. California's first-in-the-nation task force on reparations has decided to limit the state compensation, if they get that far, to only descendants of free and enslaved black people who were in the U.S. in the 19th century. Originally, it was going to be for all black people, regardless of lineage. Now they've kind of defined it. Not sure how this is California. Yeah, state of. Yeah, state of. Is it going to pass? Is it a law? Have no idea. No, this is just kind of a a, a guideline right now. They haven't gotten that far. I still don't think there's any way the money comes from. Nope, no. But you know, will they be taxing African Americans to give them reparations? No, they'll be taxing the white guy. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, Facebook parent company Meta is paying one of the biggest Republican consulting firms in the nation to orchestrate a nationwide campaign to turn us against TikTok one of their biggest competitors. The campaign includes placing op-eds and letters to the editor and major regional news outlets promoting uh, some dubious stories about TikTok trends that actually originated on Facebook first and pushing to draw political reporters and politicians into looking at TikTok and connecting them with the Chinese government. Basically, is they're paying money to try to take down their biggest competitor. Oh, uh, now, it's good to know that we here in America do not have a monopoly on stupid politicians. Scott Morrison in Australia has suggested Australians are looking for rent relief well, instead, just look at buying a home. What? Yeah, that was a suggestion. <laughs> yes, it's good to know that even I wonder on the how many the people planet, had yeah. that that light bulb turn on. Like, wait yeah. a minute, <laughs> wait genius! A yeah, exactly. What have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, remember? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and our final story this morning in what I think is a wonderful prank that was played at Vancouver's Stanley Park has well the park Great board park by the way very well the park board's very angry they are not amused not at all they were not amused by the anonymous media social media stickers that were placed on park benches earlier this month from a distance these yellow stickers look like they're legitimate bronze plaques which are available for a $7,500 donation and is approved by a strict set of policies and protocols you basically what? name the park bench after someone you love huh. so you know it's like after grandma grandpa well these big yellow stickers that came with a QR code and some funny sayings uh, were celebrating or being a memoriam to uh, Jack. But I can't say Jack's last name, but we're going to spell it on the air. Uh, Jack's last name was spelled S-H-I-T-T. Oh, wow, 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 yeah, yeah. Yes, So, yeah, so they were plaques celebrating, yeah. And, again, whoever pulled it off, good job, sir. Tip of the cap. And that's the Canadians. I thought they were the get along, go along. Exactly. And I love the fact the park board's off. Ah, stickers. We're mad. That Stanley Park is pretty iconic, by the way. It's one of the big tourist draws out there, not too far from the water. I mean, right off the water, really. It's a a beautiful park, but I love the creativity there. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of like the idea of when, when someone comes in and, like, you know, you see the pranks where they put in, like, you know, fake book covers or fake magazine covers or if someone goes into like a department store and replaces you know all the photos and you know thing with like Nicolas Cage photos or something like that I like that 
I like. It's, you know, um, indiscriminate minor vandalism is okay with me. Yeah. I think that that's kind of funny. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. Listen, the texts keep rolling in here. Oh, good. Who else We've is on got the list? some more folks. This is a good one. Uh, Paula Woodward. Oh, God. Paula. And I've got a quick. <laughs> oh, God. It's one great. of those um, brush with fame kind of things yeah. where a long, long time ago, and I feel like you, we both use that phrase, and every time we do, yeah. I think of Don's song, you know, The Day the Music oh, yeah. Had. Long, yeah. long yep. time ago. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, I was dating at the time a Nine News producer, albeit very briefly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she had some, she got invited to go to some party thing to go at Paula's house to go watch. Wow. I think it was Blackhawks Avalanche. It was one of the playoffs games. It must have been like 96 ish or yeah. something on yeah. the road towards victory. And um, I get over there, nice house. I don't remember exactly where it was, not in Douglas County. And uh, she, I remember in between periods, no joke, she went out to her, I want to say garage, and she had a hanging heavy bag, and she laced up, and she started punching the heavy bag, then took a break to smoke. Okay. And uh, I just remember thinking, this is just such a surreal thing. I'm used to seeing this woman breaking these big stories, doing the investigative thing, and then super, super nice, and at one point comes up to me, I think I'm in the kitchen, and she's like, George, is it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. You know, I was a much younger dude. Yeah, "Yeah, yes, ma'am. She's like... Are you uh, are you having a good time? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is super nice. She's like, are you doing anything at the moment? And I'm like, no, no, just really enjoying myself. And she's like, can you uh, can you please take the trash out? <laughs> and I go, yep, sure, okay. I could, of course I could take the trash out. It yeah. was just one of those surreal brushes <laughs> did, with. Did she tip you for it? No, <laughs> just, no, just no. It was, just, it, it was okay. just my little brush with Paul Woodward. That's a that's great. Funny. Here's another one: Paul Woodward and Michael Hancock. That's a good oh, one. That's a good one. And we'd need to have a tag team interview yeah, stuff on that be, one. Yeah. Uh, and then anyone on anyone Pete's done a heel turn on, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that a good would one. Be good. That would and be then good. Uh, I'd love to hear Peter interview Bush and Cheney. I agree with that. I that don't would think be they would ever. Yeah, you know what? At some point here, Billy, and we're just this is how the sausage gets made. We're just doing it yep. live on air. Maybe we dedicate tomorrow's show or a good portion of it, and you tell me if this is good radio or not. To f- listeners calling in and saying. My most memorable interview with Pete, or my most this like is, this is what I remember most about Peter. This was the thing. You know, I think that would be really appropriate for tomorrow. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. We're not going to have a lot of space for that during the show, and and this is okay. Get, we'll talk about how the sausage is made. Uh, one of the conversations when we were trying to execute what's going on um, out there. One of the conversations was the idea of maybe a voicemail where people could leave voicemails for us, and then we could play them coming in and out of breaks. That sounds risky. Um, well, that way we could at least screen them beforehand. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, good, so good, we'd good. know beforehand rather than doing the live calls, because live calls are more risky. That's what we were worried about. Um, the problem was, um, well, let's see. see. So during the pandemic, uh, we, we mm, shrunk the staff. <laughs> That'd be a great way to put it. We shrunk oh, the wow. staff. Yeah, we, smaller we, people. We don't have the bandwidth. There isn't a person that has the bandwidth in order to accomplish that. So it was a good idea, but we couldn't execute it. So I think the idea of tomorrow, let, let's plan tomorrow for and sell it today. Let's, let's talk about the idea. I, of, I'm, I'm in no position to assign anybody work, but what does Stefan do before three? I mean, come on. Couldn't he do all he that? Has, he has uh, fancy movie things, and he's taking shots, <laughs> and, he's, and he's meeting with directors, and, and he's got all sorts of things like yeah, that. To I'm do. sure yeah. he's sitting there. Important, if important he's afternoon listening. radio show people yeah. things to do that I don't know what it is. But he's yeah. listening, cursing it's at very the radio important. right now. Um, yeah. I like that idea. Let's make tomorrow yeah, then. Let's like start the idea of that tomorrow. In yeah, fact, I don't memory? even know if we can do a, pam- a, a promotion for this you know, over the rest of the day or something, but maybe the idea that, hey, tomorrow on the show – 
Yeah. Your favorite memory of Pete, favorite interview, fa- whatever it is. Yeah, I like that. Uh, if you wanted to tell Pete about it, we'll put it on the show. And that way it's uh, safe forever in podcast. Yeah. And Pete can go back and listen and laugh and, yeah. Yeah, or cry, weep. Oh, yeah. He does that a lot with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe it. I think I'm that's a great. Let's, let's target that for tomorrow. Yeah. God knows what news will take place between now and then that we may end up yeah. talking about, too. But I love the idea of making tomorrow's yeah, show. So- Listener day. Yeah, so everybody, know? don't do anything big. Don't make the news. And if you do that, we'll be okay. Yeah, that, just, <laughs> just, yeah. Be quiet. Keep your head down. We'll be fine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, that, I love that idea. And we're continuing to get the text in. Someone, John Eastman, that's brilliant. Uh, Pena, uh, Federico Pena. Oh, that Pena, would be good. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, the problem is he'd have to drive this really long, winding road that touches all of his friends' properties in order to get to anywhere we do the interview. <laughs> is that Sorry, true? It's, a, well, that's, it's an airport joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> People would have to understand the DIA thing. That we oh, went through. Yeah. Bill Ritter. We, maybe we could get Bill oh, on. I know, man, some of these. And this actually touches upon some of those stories that Peter did and yeah. some of the other things he's done. This is really fantastic. Keep them coming, and I'll keep interrupting the show Absolutely. to read them, especially the good ones. I like that. Uh, let me update you before we cut away here. Uh, unless, Billy, you want to cut away right now. No. Couple things. I was not here yesterday, and I listened to Jimmy. He did a wonderful job. Love Jimmy, but uh, I want to update you on this understandingwar.org synopsis of what's going on with Ukraine. Ukraine isn't over, even if. Uh, and it's hard to know. Did is Will Smith? Is Will Smith Putin? And Chris Rock is Zelensky, or is it the other way around? Interesting. Anyway, uh, since the Will Smith thing dominated the talk on Monday, I didn't get a chance to read this to you. I'm going to read you two in a row here. So one is from March 28th. That's two days ago. Ukrainian forces recaptured Irpin, northwest of Kiev, on March 28th. Ongoing Ukrainian counterattacks around Kiev will likely disrupt ongoing Russian efforts to reconstitute forces and resume major offensive operations to encircle Kiev. Ukrainian forces additionally repelled Russian attacks towards Brovary, east of Kiev, in the past 24 hours. Russian forces in northeastern Ukraine remained stalled and did not conduct offensive operations against Kamihiv, Kamihiv, Sumy, or Kharkiv in the past 24 hours. Russian forces continue to make grinding progress in Mariupol, but were unable to secure territory in either Donbass or toward, I'm going to screw this up, Mikolaev, Mikolaev. And forgive me, I just, uh, I forgot all the Ukrainian I learned in middle school, so my pronunciation isn't good. Here's the one from yesterday, March 29th. The Russians have not yet abandoned their attacks on Kiev, claims by Russian defense ministry officials notwithstanding. Russian forces continued fighting to hold their forwardmost positions on the eastern and western Kiev outskirts, even as badly damaged units withdrew to Russia from elsewhere on the Kiev and Kirnaev axes. The Russian high command has likely concluded that it cannot seize Kiev and may not be able to move artillery closer to the center of the city. It may have decided to stop its previous practices of forcing units that have already taken devastating losses to continue hopeless offensive operations and of feeding individual battalion tactical groups into the battle as they become available rather than concentrating them to achieve decisive effects. Russian officials are likely casting these decisions, driven by military realities, as overtures demonstrating Russia's willingness to engage in serious ceasefire or peace negotiations, possibly to conceal the fact that they have accepted the failure of their efforts on the Kiev axis. Boom. A couple things. I mean, 
first off, I love this website. It is it doesn't take a side. It just says it like it is. Understandingwar.org. It's the Institute for the Study of War. I can't believe we have such a thing, and yet I can totally believe we have such a thing. What is great about this, too, is this is just not quite what you get on the news all the time. And these guys and gals are giving you the insight that, uh, man, it sounds like the Ukrainians are kicking the crap out of the Russians, under-resourced, undermanned, and they are taking it to them. And Russia is crawling back uh, you know, a unit at a time after um, sustaining devastating losses back over the border to the east to get back to Mother Russia. Um, and now because they're getting whomped, now Russia's changing the narrative to, oh, this is part of our peace process or we're very reasonable. Fascinating what's going on over there. I, I also wonder if you can picture in your head in the near future, and I don't know that this happens because I still think it's a protracted effort. And I think as Russia scales back its objective to just be Donbass, and I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to say, just give us Donbass like Crimea and the rest of it is yours. And I think Zelensky's made it pretty clear, not one inch Not one inch of Ukrainian soil. And we, as the international community, we can't support Ukraine losing anything to Russia for this illegal, devastating uh, war. I just don't think we can support that, Uh, and especially if Ukraine is opposed to it as well. But can you picture a world in which Ukraine is perceived as having defeated Russia as the victors? Zelensky still in power. That dude has so much swagger. He doesn't, I don't know that he wants to do NATO or needs NATO, but how do we curry favor with this guy? What do we say? We provided you with a bunch of weapon systems, even though you asked us to close down the airspace and we didn't, which is the right move. We asked you for troops and you didn't, which was the right move. Um, This guy will be definitely feeling his oats, man. This is the dude in class who knocked out the school bully that no one ever paid attention to. And now everyone's like, oh, that's the dude that knocked out the school bully right there. Uh, legendary status for Vladimir Zelensky. That, that is huge. I don't know if it makes him eligible for the Nobel Peace Prize. I mean, it's not like he got himself elected to be president and before he was sworn in. That was enough to win the Nobel Peace Prize. But uh, I got to say, man, repelling Russia and keeping your country secure I don't know if that's a peace thing, but, man, there's got to be an award for that. I don't, I don't know what that's called. 303-696-1971. Someone else had texted and someone else to interview Brandon. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and Sidney Powell would be another good one. Here's one. How about every managing – oh, my God, every managing partner of Brownstein. <laughs> it's true. He singled out that law firm above all others. And I have good buddies that work for that law firm, good conservative Republican buddies. That, and, they're, of course, they're in the minority. They're tokens. Uh, but that work in that law firm, it is huge. It is powerful. It is, uh, it's impressive. Are there any wrestlers alive that Pete worked with? Maybe Jesse the body. I don't know if we could get Jesse, former governor of, uh, was it Minnesota? Jesse Ventura, can you imagine? There, I watched um, Predator with my youngest, the 1987 epic with Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Carl Weathers. Such a great, great movie. And it, I stopped it at one point. I said, see those two guys on camera right there? Each one of those guys goes on to become governor of a state, California and Minnesota. And my son was like, what? I said, yeah, that's right, man. That's what I thought. I grew up with these dudes on camera, and then they became the chief executive of their state. Where's that? We could use more of that, right? Like we could use a big, muscly, former 
action star person to come out here. And we, we don't have any in Colorado, as far as I know. We need that. Uh, 303-696-1971. Uh, when we come back, a couple other stories I want to focus on. Billy hit on the Excel Energy uh, rate hike thing. I'm interested to see what you think about this. I wasn't aware of it until Billy pointed it out, read through the information on it. It is interesting, and you have a choice here to make because you don't have to be part of this program. We'll talk about what those two options are because Excel's been pretty close to the vest about some of the information if you opt out of their special program. And then we'll update you, too, on some of the post-Will Smith, Chris Rock, sucker slap situation. I don't know. Is it Slapgate? I mean, we have to put a gate on something. Is it Slapgate? We'll update you on some of the very, very interesting things that have developed since Slapgate. Until that time, you're listening to me, George Brockler, filling in for the great Peter Boyles right here on 710 KNUS. Earth, wind, and fire. You can't do better than that, I believe, from the 70s, right? Do you know they tuned? You hear the bongos in the background and the rhythm? Each one of those is in a specific key. They worked on the song so hard, they actually tuned. Yes, they tuned the rhythm section to be in certain keys, and they layered the song a certain way. If you look at the history about how the song was produced, it is unbelievable. This is one of the most intricately produced songs that ever, ever has been uh, made. Yeah, it's incredible. uh, I'll admit a couple things. One, you can't be unhappy when you listen to this song. It just picks you up. I mean, even if you were involved in a really, really significant motor vehicle accident, this song comes on and picks up your spirits a little bit. Uh, the other thing is I don't understand most of the words. There are some where I can make out the word September. I usually have to go to the Apple thing where it rolls the little transcript while you're doing it. That just makes it tough. I mean, if you're already driving with your knees and then you've got one hand of coffee, one hand on the phone, it makes it challenging. But it's worth it because it's such such an upbeat, wonderful song. George Brockler back with you here on the Great Peter Boyle Show for two more days until Pete says goodbye on Friday. Um, one of the things that I promised we'd update you on, and by the way, again, I'm going to keep going to the text wall, the wall, the Pete Boyle's wall of hate slash love. It says, uh, how about Pete and John Bolin Jr.? That's also a good, we probably need to have a week set aside for all of these potential interviews. Any caller Pete has invited to fight. <laughs> I just, oh my goodness, that's a good one. Uh, okay, now this text gets us right back on track. I promised you we would talk about the aftermath of the Will Smith thing just for a little bit here. But someone texted in and said, hey, there's a story on Breitbart. I've seen this too elsewhere about Will Smith joking about a guy with alopecia on Arsenio Hall. I think, it, and that was from our in, informal, uh, formal or official, unofficial historian, Alexa. Thank you. Um, I saw the same thing. I didn't know it was alopecia. I know he was joking about a bald dude. That guy's been since interviewed, the bald guy, and said, yeah, I was part of Arsenio Hall's posse, and he came on the show, and there's a clip of it here. And it uh, it was sort of funny. He goes, I, I just took it as a joke. I didn't think it was that that big of a deal. But But here's some of the things that have grown out of this. People who are into the conspiracy theory part of this will say, aha, told you so. And that is in between the sucker slap that Will Smith visited on a smaller, frailer Chris Rock and his acceptance speech, which was really quite self-involved for a guy who had just assaulted another person in front of 16.6 million people. Huge spike, by the way. Get this. 600,000 extra viewers tuned in for Will Smith's acceptance speech after that slap. 
And I think even I don't I still don't believe it's a conspiracy. I still don't think it was staged. I think it was all totally authentic. But in the future, if you think you're going to win an award on that show, do you do something outrageous to prime the pump on social media so people tune in for your speech? I mean, in the future, does Meryl Streep go streaking across the middle of the stage or something just so that if she wins an award in the future, more people tune into? I don't know. This may set the stage for that. But six hundred thousand extra people tuned in to put that in perspective. That is like MSNBC's ratings for the week, like a week's worth of MSNBC viewers tuned in to watch Will Smith's thing. Something else. There is a poll because we poll everything, right? There is a poll that has been done. As to who do you blame? Who do you think is more responsible for the incident? And the answer is very American. Most Americans think Chris Rock had it coming. <laughs> more than half of those surveyed in this new poll said that Chris Rock was wrong when he joked about Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head. And that's okay. He can be wrong. I don't know that it gets him uh, physical violence. But they do not fault actor Will Smith for smacking him on camera. It was a Blue Rose research poll. And it's not a huge number, but in politics, it's a big win. 52.3% of the people blamed Rock for the incident compared to 47.7% who said Smith was out of line. That's an amazing thing, right? Because it was, there's no question in the world, I, there's no defense. It was a crime committed in front of 16.6 million people. The point six apparently where uh, we increased it to 17.2 for Will Smith's speech. 16.6 million people watched a crime occur, and of those polled, more than half are like, don't care, not his fault. That is telling because a lot of those people are also people who serve on something I know as juries. It is concerning to me that we have – that. you know what this is? This is like jury nullification stuff. Guys are like, yeah, I saw the crime occur, but I don't blame him for it. That's concerning when you're in the business of law enforcement and public safety. The poll had quizzed 2,162 people online, so you know it's scientific, about who is more in the wrong. That is fascinating. And then here's another big one. As you will recall, Will Smith was there because he had been nominated for an Academy Award for portraying Venus and Serena Williams' father. And that guy's name is Richard Williams. And, in fact, you heard Will Smith reference him saying, as he's doing his sort of non-mea culpa, mea culpa acceptance speech, where he's like, you know, people say some crazy things about you when you're in this business, and I have more money than God, and it's, it comes with pressure. And then he goes on at one point, he says, and you know, art imitates life, and people are going to say he's the crazy father, just like that. that. He's talking about Richard Williams. Well, get this. Richard Williams, because this is what the media does, and they're brilliant at it. They interview this guy. They interview this guy, Richard Williams, who Will Smith portrayed, and he condemned Will Smith's conduct. Here is a quote, and he told NBC News this through his son, oh my gosh, Shavoida Lassane. If I'm saying that wrong, please forgive me. Here's the quote. We don't know all the details of what happened, but we don't condone anyone hitting anyone unless it's in self-defense. This story still has some legs to it. We'll talk about it more. We've got Winston Smith on the phone from Florida. Others, too. You join them. 303-696-1971. What do you think about that? And then we'll update you on the uh, Excel Energy thing. Until that time, you're listening to George Brockler filling in for the great one. Peter Boyles right here, 710 KNUS.
They'd rather give you a song than diamonds and gold. This is a great tune. Lone Star Bell buckles and old faded Levi's, and each night becomes a new day. I uh, I used to sing this song to each of the four kids when they were babies. They'd wake up in the middle of the night. It was this one and while I was walking around in the dark rocking them, you know, saying that quick prayer to God, please let them go back to sleep. And this one and Sweet Baby James by James Taylor. Those two songs, I don't know if I sang it so many times, it's now somehow built into their brains or into their DNA in some way, but... Uh, I've sang that song a billion times to those kids. Uh, George Brockler back with you here on the Great Peter Boyle Show, 710 KNUS. Right before we get to Winston, talking about uh, some of this Oscar slapgate stuff, just to wrap up this hour, I should tell you to take a look to the east, man. The sun is coming up right now. This is it. This is part of why you live here. This is a beautiful view coming up over some of the buildings (laughs) in Aurora slash Denver area, right outside the, the station window here. Tremendous. And then once it gets a little bit higher, take a look to the west because then you see that same kind of pink orange color. It blankets and lights up the the Rockies out there, the uh eastern slope, kind of a, those just tremendous, really, really beautiful. Three oh three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Winston, you are on the Pete Boyle show with George Brocker. What do you think, sir? Well, you know what? I hate to tell you. Uh-oh. I don't give a damn. About what? Which part? <laughs> Uh, about Chris Rock and Will Smith and Hollywood is the most disingenuous bunch of humanity I've ever seen. And I just don't care, frankly. Did, did you go out and watch the video? I presume you didn't watch Absolutely the Academy not. Awards. I, you didn't even watch the video? I mean, it's worth it. No, I didn't watch anything because you know what? Yeah, tell me. It's This is how people make their money, and they make their money on stuff that really isn't worth talking about. You know? Why Why isn't it worth talking about to you? And were you taken because, at all by some of the updates? First of all, because yeah. Hollywood is a one-sided situation. Hey, I have a family emergency. I'm sorry. I got to go. Bye-bye. Oh, buddy. Good luck. Good luck. That was Winston Smith. Hey, I hope everything's okay. You can update us offline. I hope it's okay. Uh, Winston says he just doesn't care. I- I've heard that from some folks, and I'm fascinated with the folks that say, hey, I didn't even go watch the video. That's probably a healthier perspective to have overall. I did. I mean, right away. When I saw it in my Twitter feed, I'm like, yeah, what's this about? And then I was like, oh, my, what? Um, it is something. And I will tell you, I'm, I'm writing a column on it right now. It's hopefully going to be published this weekend. I just got to get it in today. But this is bigger than just Hollywood doing something nutty to increase their ratings. and all. It's, it's bigger than that to me, and we talked about it earlier in the week. It's offensive to me on a lot of different levels. Uh, the Will Smith thing. Instagramming out, by the way, an apology, and I'm sure he has a trillion followers, so there's something to that. He didn't write that thing. That doesn't that doesn't sound like him. It sounds like he had some damage control person scratch that out because those words weren't even close to falling out of his face when he stood up there squirting tears as he gripped that gold statue of his. Um, there's just something really disingenuous and bad for law enforcement and public safety. I'm telling you, if you are looking for some way to be reassured that there are two levels of, of criminal justice. Um, that that was it. And Winston's back. Winston, the family emergency has been averted. Uh, actually, I, I jumped the gun, so I apologize. No, I'm glad. I'm glad there was no emergency. Uh, I just, you know what? Obviously, a lot of people saw it. And, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what was said. I don't know if the guy says something bad. I don't really care. I just, I mean, there's so many other things in the world that's more important, George, like Ukraine, 
like people in Africa that are dying of things. You know, just well, a lot on. of other hey, stuff. Hey, do you follow those things? You go out and research those things? Yeah. Well, tell yeah, me. I tell, do. I tell me what, what's... because I, I think it has direct bearing on our, our country. Well, I do, too. I don't disagree with that. But tell me what's going on in Africa. What's the, what's the one that's got your well, attention? Well, there's a lot of stuff going on that people don't realize. There's a lot of um, uh, the, Ni- the Nigerian terrorist act attack. Are you familiar with that? Nope. Okay, they basically when was a, bunch of, a bunch of guys with a bunch of guns shot a bunch of people. And, sounds you know, like you're talking just, about America. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – I'm not very quick. Honestly, I'm not an attorney. I do have half mm-hmm. a law degree, but I gave up because I just – I didn't think I'd be a very good lawyer. So the bottom line was – and I wasn't very smart – but the okay. bottom line is, George, this thing with Will Smith, and it's all it does is feed the media the the fodder for people to, you know, and then they find out that Will Smith has also made a mistake 25 years ago. Well, who doesn't make a mistake? He was 31, I, and that doesn't bother me at all. I don't think it's hypocrisy or anything. I'm not worried about that part. But what I do think— You don't think there's hypocrisy? Not in, in that. Not, no, no. I, who, Buddy, who said that? I said I don't think there's hypocrisy oh. in a guy who was in his 20s Back in 1991, yeah. making a joke about a bald guy in Arsenio Hall's posse and somehow saying, aha, and now he just yeah. slapped a guy 31 yeah. years later who made a comment about his wife's hair. I, those two things are completely disconnected. I don't find any exactly. relevance to that. But, the, but I'll say this, but, this, Winston, this is why it gets people's attention, because there are aspects of this thing that touch upon not only everything else that we're dealing with out there in the world, whether it's public safety stuff, the idea of how how the law enforcement system deals with African Americans, but there's this outdated right. notion of chivalry that maybe it's not that outdated. Right. We've uh, those things make it tangible, and the fact that Hollywood's the backdrop is just like the icing on the cake. But this is something. This is something. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I don't. I, I I understand where you're where you're where you're going, but the bottom line is, George. I personally think that there's a lot more trouble in the United States than worrying about. And I know you're a you're a part of the law and you well, I was now I'm on the other side of the law well yeah but yeah but you may be on the other side but you still understand I get it and I personally I personally believe that when the law becomes God you take God out of the law but that's me and all I'm saying that all I'm saying to you is this Will Smith uh, what's his name Chris Rock thing yeah yeah it's so it's so it just proves it just proves my point that humans make mistakes humans do dumb things and you know, obviously, if Will Smith almost to- everything that gets reported on Winston is about humans doing dumb things. We very yes, rarely right. report on. Exactly. Look at something and, so know, super smart. When somebody was the did. last time? Seriously, when was the last time in Denver you heard a positive thing about something? There are a lot of positive things going on. Three words: Russell Wilson. Uh, amen. Oh, was, <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. The Broncos? Come on. Four, I mean, I That's the first positive thing we've had to the... say about the Broncos in years. We hemorrhaged away Von Miller. We have gone through this revolving door of quarterbacks. We can't. Well, this guy, I hope, is the savior. The only thing that's going to bring us down, and I don't want to, I'm not even going to say what it is, but you can picture it. Something happens at practice. I'm not even going to go any further. I don't want to invoke fine. the gods. Winston, well, I, I got to cut, lo- cut you loose, by the way. Thank you for giving the call. I think there are people out there who agree with Winston, but I also think there are people out there who agree with Winston who still went and looked at the video and still have had conversations. Every person I've talked to out there face-to-face in my world knows exactly what happened at the Oscars between Will Smith and Chris Rock. My guess is neither of their names have been spoken this much in eons. Now, that doesn't mean it's a conspiracy. It doesn't mean the fix was in. 
But this is something that captures a lot about what's going on in America and on our streets and conversations that we're having, and it is the hypocrisy that drives it. Looks in our number, 303-696-1971. Going to talk to you, too, after we get back at the top. Not just about that, but about this Excel Energy thing. Very, very interesting what's going to happen to you. I presume you get your energy like I do from either Excel or one of the other. We're actually try something. I can't remember on the side there, but out in Parker. But this is an interesting thing. Is it coming for you, and how will you deal with it? Until that time, George Brockler filling in for the great Peter Borles right here on old, our old buddy, 710 KNUS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.